Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Paul Hahn, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Murray has been taking us through The Secret of Power from on High, in which we will follow the example of the first disciples and pray for power from on high. Today, we'll be looking at the reading from May 12th called The Temple of God. The verse of the day is from 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, which says, Don't you know that you, yourselves, are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. What a powerful reminder of the truth that for those of us who have said yes to Jesus, we're now temples of the Holy Spirit, of the Spirit of God. That means that the God of the universe, the creator and maker of all things, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and end, the almighty and all-powerful God, takes up residence in you. And this is what it means when the word of God says that the same power, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in us. We have the incredible resurrecting power of Jesus in us. And that makes us sacred, holy, set apart. What allows Jesus's righteousness to be our righteousness what allows us to have access and relationship to God. Wow, what a powerful, powerful reminder. Murray's reflection today continues to remind us of this powerful truth that we were not only made in the image of God, but were originally created to reflect his glory. And sin broke that. But God has been planning his redemptive story from the beginning, first through the tabernacle, then the temple, and now through his people to restore his glory among his people. And it's one of the mysteries of God that once we have been purified and restored by the power of the Holy Spirit entering into our lives upon salvation, Christ followers would be able to declare as the Apostle Paul did, that Christ lives in us. Murray highlights some scripture, which I wanted to read over you today. And the first was Ephesians 2.22. And I want to read the whole section, which is Ephesians 2.11-22, which is in this section called Unity in Christ. And it says, So then, Remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcised by those called the circumcised, which is done in the flesh by human hands. At that time you were without Christ, excluded from the citizenship of Israel and foreigners to the covenants of promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. In his flesh, he made of no effect the law consisting of commands and expressed in regulations so that he might create in himself one new man from the two, resulting in peace. 
He did this so that he might reconcile both to God in one body through the cross by which he put the hostility to death. He came and proclaimed the good news of peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him, the whole building being put together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you are also being built together for God's dwelling in the spirit. So part of the expression of God's temple being made among and within his people is that we would display a unity and a peace that defies the world's expectations. The next passage Murray highlights is Ephesians 3, 16 and 17, which comes from a larger section from Ephesians 3 called Prayer for Spiritual Power. And it says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. In this passage, we see that the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling in us strengthens us. It reminds us of the foundation of God's love for us and gives us a fuller understanding of God through Christ's love for us. There is a power at work within us. Finally, Murray mentions John fourteen twenty three, and this comes from a larger section from John 14, 18 through 25 entitled, The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which says, I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live too. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. The one who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father. I will also love him and will reveal myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you're going to reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. The one who doesn't love me will not keep my words. The word that you hear is not mine, but it is from the Father who sent me. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you, 
But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. Here we see that the indwelling Spirit gives us adoption and belonging into God's family. We are no longer spiritual orphans. It allows us to live in the fullness of the life that Christ wants for us, bought for us with his blood. The indwelling spirit allows us to be dependent and obedient to the Father, just as Jesus modeled for us. The spirit in us is our counselor, teacher, and guide. So what does it mean for you today that you have the spirit of the living God within you? What does it mean for you that you are declared and seen as sacred because you are the house of the Spirit of God? And are we living lives that reflect that sacredness? Is it reflected in our relationships? Do we display a unity that confounds the world? Do you live out of a place of daily being reminded of the foundation of God's love for you? Do you depend on the Holy Spirit to guide you in obedience? Let's pray this prayer together today. Lord God, thank you that I may be the temple of your spirit. Build me into a spiritual house. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. And we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.